huge fucking nerd. That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd. I like lots of books and computers, cause I am a huge fucking nerd. One of a kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you follow me on social media because I got some great stuff up there right now at the moment. I posted some really, really great pictures. If you go to Instagram.com slash Tuttle, Twitter.com slash Tuttle, or Facebook.com slash Tuttle, my Uncle Harold came over yesterday, my dad's brother, he uh, used to be the mayor of Richmond Hill, which is a city just south of Savannah, Georgia. He came over yesterday, and, and he keeps up with a lot of old pictures. I don't even know where he found some of these at, but he actually found a picture of my dad as a baby. I mean, must have been one, two, maybe three at the most. And the funny thing about the picture is in a listener actually brought this up. It looks like he's sitting on a tin roof. Now, if I'm just guessing, that is the tin roof of a tobacco barn because my dad's family, they grew tobacco, watermelon, and peanuts up in Gilcrest County, which is up around Gainesville area. So it was just really, really cool to be able to see that picture, to see your dad as a baby. It just, it's it's a little weird. And and it's it's so weird because he looks just like me. And I know that's what happens. You, you're supposed to look like your parents. But, you know, my dad's always grown that, like, Tom Selleck type mustache. Sam Elliott as well, too. He's always had that mustache. And I've never really been a mustache guy because I swear to God, I look like a mother effing pedophile when I can grow a, a mustache or even try to grow a mustache. Here, I'll give you an example. I got my uh, haircut uh, this past week when I went and visited Colton and our, and, and our barber, Bezo, the guy that does all the local rap musicians' music videos, cut my hair as well as shaved, but it, I didn't notice he left the mustache on me, and I was just walking around for a day before I noticed, like, what the hell? I got a goddamn mustache, and I do look like a creeper. As well as uh, the picture of my dad up there, you can also see a craft project that I'm wanting to do. A couple of weeks ago, I did the Tuttle Daily Podcast holiday craft special where I showed you how to make a Hershey Kiss Christmas tree. Yes, I know, guys, it is a little, little corny for me to be able to do that. Yes, I know it's lame, but like I said, I'm trying to build content, trying to build my online platform. And I'm trying to just throw everything out there because it's just so weird what goes viral, what hits. Uh, Also on my YouTube page, I've got some interviews that I did as well as 
me getting stuck in that MAGA Trump rally convoy that they had in Oak Hill over the weekend. So plenty of stuff on all of my social media platforms. So let's start the show, guys. So this is an interesting story that I read over the weekend, and I've talked about this on the podcast for quite a while about how we are becoming too overpopulated here in the world. I mean, in the United States, you're talking about China and India having over a billion people. I think the United States is third with like 340 million. So, but right now I think we're getting close to 8 billion people on the face of the uh, planet Earth. And and I've been reading a lot of stories about how Earth has a population limit. After after a certain amount of people being born here in the world on our planet, there's a tipping point because Earth can only sustain so many people. And and one of the big issues is that what are we going to do? How are we going to feed everyone on planet Earth? Because at a certain point, there's not going to be enough food because there's not going to be enough animals, enough crops to be able to sustain, to be able to feed everybody here on planet Earth. Then you also have the PETA people, the PETA people, man. You know, a lot of people get behind PETA. They're worried about the treatment of animals. And and yes, I do agree. I mean, animal abuse is very, very horrible. Uh, poaching, killing things not for food, cruel and unusual punishment on the way that they're treated. Yes, I, I agree. It's heartbreaking to see some of that stuff. But you also have to agree that PETA takes it a little too far. I mean, they are just as bad as the anti-abortion people here. Uh, and, and they think they, they value animal life more than human. Like these crazy PETA people, if there was a, a, a human being in trouble and then there was a dog in trouble, I'm almost absolutely sure they would save the dog before that they would save the human being. I talked about this yesterday on the show. People were more pissed off that Shannon Burke accidentally shot his dog than his wife and if you see some of these billboards like these PETA people are shock chocks they are some of the pictures and and banners that they fly over are some of the most offensive things that you could ever see just to shock you but I found this story interesting and uh, the way that science has been growing they've been able to clone things and the title of this story, it's time to decide if we're willing to eat human, human meat or not. Now, this is kind of interesting. I know it's going to sound weird, and maybe I'm the only one that could admit this, but be honest. We've all wondered what human flesh tastes like. I mean, for real. I don't know how good it would, it would taste. I mean, there, there's a lot of people that have been cannibals. There's a lot of... Uh, animals out there that eat their own kind and us as an evolved species we have grown consciences we we will not eat human flesh but i've always been curious to see what it tastes like do you think it's sweet uh do you think it's savory um and what part would you eat like everybody knows like a, a pork butt you you want the rump off the pig ribs uh, uh, the loin, the backstrap, whatever it may be, some of the sweet meats. The only reason I know sweet meats is because uh, I was a big Silence of the Lamb fan 
uh, all the movies, Red Dragon and, and Hannibal. And he would always talk about the sweetmeats, which is like the liver and the kidneys and stuff. I don't know if I would be a big uh, organ eater if I was a cannibal, but scientists, they, they have discovered that they can take little pieces of people. It's, it's going to be a kit that people will be able to buy and you'll be able to grow your own meat. You will be able to eat yourself. Now, I'm intrigued. I, I really, really am. And I would like to hear from you guys. Uh, it, would you? Like if they sold these kits where you could take a little scraping of a cell out of the inside of your mouth and grow a steak. Like I could grow a Tuttle steak and I could eat myself. Would you do it? I'd like to hear from you. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Now, the other thing that I was thinking about is, you know, all these celebrities, they're, they're all out to get a buck. I could see this becoming a really, really big business. Like, here, I'll give an example. Uh, Matthew McConaughey. One of, he's a great guy. Cool. Everybody loves Matthew McConaughey. Uh, actually, hear that he's thinking about running to be the governor of Texas. And, and I got to tell you, uh, I would think about moving to Texas because you know if McConaughey becomes the governor of Texas, you are getting recreational marijuana there. But, hey, how many of you guys went out there? Like Ryan, Ryan Reynolds or Hugh Jackman, any of those guys, those big ones. I don't know why I'm saying, why, why am I wanting to eat men so badly? Uh, but think if they were growing, you could get a Ryan Reynolds steak. I mean, people would, uh, people would buy that all day. Hey, guess what? I ate Ryan Reynolds steak. Oh, how was it? Oh, it was good. I mean, the marbling was great. It was a little tough, too muscular, but it had a great, great flavor to it. Um, I mean, if you were going to eat a celebrity, if you could buy celebrity steak that they grew from cells from their body, who would it be? 407-270-3044. I would love to hear some of your responses so I could play them on the show tomorrow. Now, is there any ethical like reasons to not be about this? Because you know the religious right. They're, they're going to jump in on this. They're going to be like, oh, no, no, no. Because if they're against abortion, now, does human-grown meat, meat that you grow from, does, does that part of the body, does that have a soul? Because, I mean, it is growing from you. It didn't come out of thin air. So ethically, you know that the religious people are not going to be behind this one bit at all. Now, I was also thinking about this. Working with all the radio people that I have, which ones would I want to eat the most? Like, if I could, if I could grow meat from some of the hosts or, or, or fellow broadcasters that I have worked with, who would it be? And, and I've thought about this. Uh, and and I got to be careful about this because I've always talked about how radio people have egos. And even though I'm talking about eating one of them, they're all going to be pissed off if they're not number one. So I'm just trying to figure out if I should rank them or give you a Mount Rushmore type of radio host or coworkers that I've worked with that I would want to eat. 
I think I'll I think I'll go with that one because I I don't want to show any favorites on it. Um, here I'll I'll start out first with the first one. Uh, Russ Russ Rollins worked with him. Um, he's fluctuated on his weight through the years, and right now he seems like he's in really really good shape. You got to understand a lot of radio people are out of shape. I mean, we are like radio veal. They keep us in a dark studio. Uh, we sit on our ass or we're talking for four hours and then we have sponsors bring us free food. So, yes, we are just like in a dark box, like a little calf getting fed, not moving very much at all. So the meat is going to be good. Mark my words, the meat is going to be good. But back to Russ Rollins. Now, if I was going to take any part of his body to be able to grow a piece of meat. Now, I'm I'm probably going to go with the shoulders. I now see if I was going to say, "Hey, I want some meat grown from Russ Triple R's bicep." That meat might be a little too tough because I mean, Russ does have some of the biggest arms when it comes to radio hosts that I have ever had the opportunity of working with. But um I don't know. Maybe maybe that back strap type part cuz uh, Russ has always had definition in the back. But there's still a little bit of marbling right there, a little bit of back fat. No, no offense, Russ. I'm actually giving you a compliment here on what part I would want to eat from your body when it comes to meat grown. It's like I'm, I'm not killing these people. I'm just getting pieces. I'm getting cells from certain body parts, and I'm lab growing some meat with my good old trusty uh, do-it-yourself-at-home meat growing kit. So, yeah, Russ would definitely be up there. Now, moving along in no particular order, I would definitely have to go with Bubba the Love Sponge next. Now, I already know. I already know what body part I'm going for when it comes to Bubba the Love Sponge, BTLS. I'm going straight for the calves. The guy has some of the best calves you're ever going to see on a radio personality out there. Now, my theories are on that. <laughs> I mean, if you are supporting that type of weight, once again, no offense, I'm just judging the meat. Not a lot of people realize this. I was in 4-H. I was in the Future Farmers of America. Yes, I did have that kick-ass navy blue corduroy jacket that I would rock. Everybody would rock those. I I would uh, alternate between my varsity jacket, my letterman jacket back in high school. Yes, I, I, I did play sports. I was varsity wrestling, varsity baseball as well, too. But everybody would rock the FFA corduroy jacket. It was just awesome because a lot of the country girls preferred that than the letterman jacket. But some of the teams that I was on... In FFA was, I was an ornamental horticulture. I was on the meat judging team, which is, you know, they'll, they'll bring you in this freezer and they got a bunch of hanging beef and pork up in a freezer and you got to go in there and you got to judge the meat, got to look at the marbling. But then the nerdiest club of them all when I was in the FFA was the soil judging team. But you guys can all kiss my ass because we won state. We won state in judging soil. And I know a lot of you guys are going to be like, oh, uh, how do you judge soil? Well, it, you know, there's a lot of things you can do. You, you 
You take the dirt, you rub it in between your fingers to see how it ribbons, to see what type of nutrients are in the soil. Uh, you, you taste a little bit of it. You look at the color of it. So, yes, it is a nerdy goddamn group, people, and I know that. But I know meat. God, that's going to be a drop. And, and the thing is, is that I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm the one that pulls, uh, pulls all the drops. So me saying I know meat or I like meat is going to definitely get pulled for a production piece later on. But back to Bubba. Now, um, like I said, I, no offense, I'm not saying anything, but of course the man has great calves. When you are carrying that type of load around, th those are your shocks. And and I know in a car, shocks get worn down after a while, but if for some reason, the sponges, calves, just get stronger and stronger and stronger. Now, earlier when I was talking about Russ Rollins, uh, his arms, the, it might be a little too muscular, but you also got to understand, yes, Bubba does have great calves, but there is some marbling in there. Uh, underneath, oh, it's just straight steel calf muscle. But there is a good layer, a layer of that marbling and that's fat because that fat, once you cook it, is going to render down and all of that flavor is going to go into that calf muscle. So if I was to take cell cells from uh, the sponge's uh, body, it would definitely be out of his calf muscle. So now that's two. Um, I don't know. Ron Bennington, I mean, great guy. One of the best guys that I've ever worked with, but I, I just, I, I don't think I could ever eat anything off of Ron Benning. It's not that I don't want to, it's just out of respect, like, because, you know, if you do eat somebody, you're always going to have that over them a little bit. Like, yep, I ate your meat. God damn it. Another drop. Another, I'm going to eat your meat. I ate your meat. Uh, but... What I'm trying to say is like, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, out of respect to Ron, I, I would love to. I bet he would taste delicious as hell. I mean, you would be able to taste the funny alone. I, I mean, I could make a funny bone joke, joke there, but I'm not going to do it. Um, but moving along, uh, here, I'll give you another one. Drew Garabo. Drew, yes. I, I, I think Drew Garabo would taste quite nice. Now, I don't even know where I would begin, what, what piece of cell I would grow meat in my, in my do-it-yourself-at-home lab-growing kit for meat. But if I was going, you know, that, that, that um, I don't even know what you call it. It's not your abdominals, but that strip, you know, where, where people, for, for the longest time, all of everybody wanted that cut. They wanted that little muscle, that V muscle right there. And and I've seen Drew like because he does work out, but then sometimes he'll let him, let himself go. No offense, Drew. Not letting yourself go by looking bad, but you you don't work out and watch what you eat as much. But when you are in tip top shape, you got that muscle. You got that little muscle that everybody goes for, like Ryan Reynolds when he played Deadpool in that god awful uh, Wolverine X Men Origins movie. God, they mess up Deadpool so bad then. Uh, but I, I would go for that area with Drew. Now, I know that this is going to get misconstrued. Um, I, I haven't worked with this person, though. I, I have met her before. 
But if I would, it, uh, you know what? I, I said I wasn't going to rank them. Now, I, 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 I know I said I wasn't, but I, I'm going to right now. I, I'm, I'm going to do it. Anna Hummel. Um, I know she's got this race coming up against Dr. Dan, and, and, and I, I'm throwing all my support behind her. You know, I know at the beginning I, I was a real dick. Uh, I was a real a-hole to Anna Hummel. But the more and more I listen, I, I'm, I'm becoming a big fan of hers. But my God, Anna Hummel. Uh, I, I saw her working out, and oh my God, the donk. Anna Hummel has got a, uh, God, I know I'm going to sound like a big douche, but I'm going to say it. She has a banging body. And I'm telling you right now, and, and, and guys, I'm not wanting to literally eat her. What I'm trying to say is that Anna Hummel, that we would take a piece of cell from a certain body area and grow meat out of that. And after watching her, her running, uh, I got to tell you, I mean, anything from the ankles up to the donk, that, 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 that amazing ass, um, there's so many like choices, so many cuts of meat that you could get from that area. Uh, like, you, I mean, just start with the, the ass. I mean, I, I know that I'm going to the, for the best part right away, but could you imagine what Anna Hummel lab grown meat would taste like in that ass? I mean, it, it's like, okay, guys, we all like a, a, a hard ass. We like, uh, an, an ass that has some form to it, but we also like it to be a little squishy, not. Not squishy like cellulite, but we also don't want it to be so hard like it's like a diamond when, you, when you're touching it. Like it's the hardest substance on planet Earth. But Anna Hummel, my God, she is a thoroughbred when she is running. And, and I uh, honestly, um, you guys know how the longest time uh, I, I was into window washing, watching people window wash. Um, Janessa Brazil was great. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, for my celebration, I think it was my 60 day of sobriety. Uh, Janessa Brazil washed the shower at the BRN for me. Now, I don't care what anybody says. You guys can say that I'm pandering or marking out. But I got to tell you right now, I, I could die a happy man watching Anna Hummel wash the shower windows at the BRN because there's just something about her. And I know I'm marking out. You know what? A lot of you guys are going to be like, oh, Tuttle, you're, you're just trying to say this stuff to get in good. Now, my, my days at the BRN are done. It's not that I don't want to be there. I do want to be there. But, you know, yeah, I'm marking out. I, I'm telling you right now, I, I, Anna Hummel is my radio crush. Like, she is the perfect talent of radio skills and in being extremely attractive. But I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm ruining my chances by saying if I had my choice of any radio personality to eat, it would be Anna Hummel. No doubt in my mind, after seeing her running and working out, and it's not going to be a sexual thing, people. Like, uh, just like the window washing thing. It, it's not sexual to me. It's just I could sit there 
God, this is I I I think there she's gonna get a restraining order against me on this one. I I can almost guarantee you. But I could sit at that park. Um, I mean, if I want to get really creepy, just wear a trench coat with nothing under it. But I'm just saying, I could sit there and watch Anna Hummel run for days, and and she's just like a renaissance woman when it comes to radio, and I bet she would taste absolutely delicious. Like, I mean, if you were going to go to a restaurant that was selling Anna Hummel meat, and, and like I said, once again, we're not killing her. We're just growing cells from Anna, Anna Hummel's donk. I would, I, you, would, you would have to like book three months in advance to eat Anna Hummel's ass that's lab-grown. I'm just saying. It would be one of the biggest restaurants. Jeff Gariganti. Yeah, that guy's opening up restaurants all the time. Could you imagine if he hired Anna Hummel? Anna, Anna, we're not going to kill you. We don't have to kill you to eat you. But we just want to be able to get cells from your ass and be able to grow meat from it. It would be the biggest goddamn restaurant in the St. Pete, Hillsborough, uh, Pinellas County area. Like three month booking wait. It'd be like no boo or whatever that restaurant that Howard Stern goes to up in New York. So steal that idea, Jeff Giraganti, because I will be your first customer. You don't even have to pay me anything. First on a Hummel ass steak is on you and you can have the idea. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. DJ nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back, guys. If you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, I created a Reddit forum. If you don't know what Reddit is, Reddit is a place. uh, It's like a web board slash forum. The reason I wanted to have one of them, and I don't know if any of you guys remember this, but back in the day when Real Radio 104.1's website was super popular, and, and I'm sure that it still is, but in the heyday, the the reason why everybody went to that website was because they wanted to go to the web board. We had a web board. It was a great time. Made a lot of friends. The listeners could go on there. They could talk about what's going on in uh, during the show in real time, and it was great. I mean, and and I'm not talking like this was like 2008 uh, to 2012 type era. No, we. We had this web board early 2000, but then, like any any good thing, um, this this should have been a precursor to how social media was going to go because the trolls ruined everything. And then 
Clear Channel and iHeartRadio, they they all freaked out because they thought they were going to be held responsible for all the trolling and, and cyberbullying and stuff that was going on, and, and they got rid of it. Um, and, and that's the thing about big corporations. Even if it's a good thing that drives up your traffic, they don't give a damn. If it's a liability, they are shutting that down ASAP. Um, so that's why I wanted to use Reddit. Reddit is a place, it's a forum, uh, and if you just search the Tuttle Daily Podcast, you'll be able to go on there. You can post anything. Anybody can post anything on the Tuttle Daily Podcast Reddit forum. If you want to talk about what's going on in your life, uh, you want to comment on what happened on a show or, or a post, I'm posting a lot of the news stories that I talk about on my show there at Reddit. So make sure you go there and subscribe. Uh, it's going to be a great place for a lot of the supporters of the Tuttle Daily Podcast to meet each other and discuss what's going on. And I'm not going to censor that forum at all. I'm just not going to do it. I, I want it to be open. I want it to be like how Twitter used to be, the wild, wild west. Now, that's not saying that, you know, you know the, the Reddit people ain't going to kick you off if you go way overboard. But I'm not going to censor anything. Like, if you come on there and tell me how much I suck and how much you hate me, total, you're gay. You're never going to work on radio again. I wish you would have used a stronger ceiling fan when you tried to kill yourself. Uh, no, I, I'm going to leave that stuff up there. So just go to reddit.com and just search the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Now, um, I had a chance to think about what I said during the break, and and... Maybe this is why I'm having such a hard time getting back in radio. Now, I, I don't want you to think that I don't have opportunities. I, I, I really, really do. But right now, I'm just taking this year. I, at the beginning of the year, I made, I made up my mind. I'm going to use this year. I'm going to do this podcast. I'm going to slow down, get things right, and better myself. And, and I've done that. Like I said, no drinking, no psychotropic drugs. I'm eating healthy, working out. I've lost a lot of weight. Um, I've been posting uh, uh, flexing selfies. I know that's a very douchebag thing to do, but you know what? God damn it. I'm proud of the hard work that I put in. But listening back, and, and I know like it's going to get back. This, this is how radio works. You remember that game telephone that we would play as kids? Like the, the teacher would give the first kid uh, a phrase and then they would pass it down and you would like to see how much it changes. I know what's going to happen. Uh, somebody that that's a supporter of this show, um, you know, they're not they're not necessarily trying to like screw me over, but everybody likes a good like radio war, or radio feud. And and I don't want that. Uh, I when when I left Bubba's show, I made that promise. I'm not burning bridges anymore, but I just know somebody is going to call into Bubba's show. Hey, did you listen to Total Daily Podcast? Yeah. He says he wants to murder on a Hummel and eat her ass. Um, no, that's not the case. Listen to the story. No, nobody's being killed for this meat. They're they're taking cell samples and growing meat from that. And and so what? Is it wrong for me to say that I would eat Anna, um, Anna Hummel's ass if I could grow an Anna Hummel steak ass? Yes, of course. 
And guess what? The only reason why you guys won't admit it, there's a lot of you horny ass, thirsty mother effers out there that would love to eat on a Hummel's ass. I'm just saying, what would you pay for it? I mean, it's it's got to you're going to be dropping at least three, three, three digits on that meal because I mean, that's that's better than Wagyu beef. And you know how they massage those cows because that Wagyu beef, the reason it's so good is because it's grass fed and and somebody massages it. Man, I'm telling you right now, like I, I know that I, I basically just gave the idea away to Jeff Giorgani before the break. But I, you got to have somebody massage Anna Hummel's ass every single night before she goes to bed. You want that meat to be tender before you get those cells to grow the Anna Hummel ass meat. But like I said, somebody's going to get back to the show. They're going to be like, Total's talking about murder and on. No, no, I'm, I'm paying her a great compliment. But I was thinking about it. Now. I don't want you to think like, oh, I'm, I'm a big uh, podcasting rich guy now. No, I know that's, that's not the case. I'm making enough to be able to support myself right now. And, and I'm actually saving a lot of money. Now, would it, would it, like, I, I don't think my bridges are burned with the show, but I, I would, how much do you think I would have to pay to get on a Hummel to wash some windows? Nothing sexual. She can wear whatever. Well, I'll take that back. If, if she could wear shorts or how about this? She wears what she was jogging in the other day and and wash windows. What would it cost? Like I'm I, just going off the top of my head. Um, at minimum, I mean, I'm I'm opening bid for that for me would be three hundred dollars. Like I would three hundred dollars to watch. On a Hummel, clean the BRN shower just like Janessa Brazil did, kind of recreate it. But I, I find Anna Hummel hotter than Janessa Brazil anyway. So let let Anna, she's a performer, she knows what she's doing. Let I'll let her decide whatever she wants to wear. Just wash some windows. Nothing sexual. I'm gonna be completely dressed. I can sit on the couch like I did last time to be able to wash or watch her wash windows. So. Now, I'm going to stop because I'm going on and on about Anna Hummel. And uh, let's move on to the next story. Okay, I want to talk about my most hated TikTok account. Pretty much in all of social media. And I know a lot of you guys are going to be like, oh, it's Logan Paul. Everybody hates Logan Paul. He's a douchebag. Yada, yada, yada. Yes. No, it is not Logan Paul. Um, and that's the thing that that is the most frustrating thing about social media. I, I would not be on social media if it was not for me having to be on radio, uh, program directors. Now, all of a sudden they, they care about your social media following. So, so it's an un or not unnecessary. It's a necessary evil when it comes to it. And, you know, you get to hear how much you suck. I will say the the trolls and the hate have come way down, but maybe it's because I'm not relevant anymore because I haven't been on the radio in a, in a while. But, you know, I'm building my audience right now. But I am 
on social media, and, and I'm busting my ass all the time trying to think of creative ways to just get a little bit of traction, to get a little bit more engagement, to be able to help this podcast grow. And then when I go on TikTok, uh, it drives me absolutely bananas. And yes, pun attended. When I go to a TikTok account that has 6.6 million followers. Now, you're probably like, oh, I'm, what, what big star is this? What, what big name is this? Um, no. It's a primate. It is a goddamn monkey by the name of George. Now, uh, I think it is a capuchin monkey. Uh, I know it, it, it's the spitting image of the outbreak monkey, the monkey that was in outbreak uh, with Cuba Gooden Jr. Oh, God damn it. And, you know, I'm not even going to edit it out because I was talking about a monkey, and then uh, the first actor I talk about is Cuba Gooden Jr., and that's the thing about cancel culture right now. You guys are, oh, 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 Tuttle called Cuba Gooden Jr. No, I did not call Cuba Gooden Jr. a monkey. I, I could have went, Robert didn't, or not Robert De Niro. Um, what is his name? God damn it. Now I forget his name. See, now I'm so thrown off. He was a guy that, that, that was in Jaws. What the hell? Stand by me. It'll come to me. God, I got to stop smoking weed before the show. Anyway, Richard Dreyfus. Thank you. God. Oh, oh, man. I was almost about to have a stroke there. I was going to blow a blood vessel trying to think hard to figure out who the, the, the guy's name was. But yes, this monkey, George the monkey, looks like the Outbreak monkey from the movie Outbreak. Renee Russo. Oh, my God. She was so hot in that movie as well, too. Uh, the hottest she ever was was in the movie Ten Cup with Kevin Costner. Um, but back back to what I was talking about, George the Monkey. Now, every video that George the Monkey has, uh, a million, million likes, couple million views on each goddamn video. But his owner, they got this monkey in, in a diaper, and people... Send him packages. This monkey does unboxing videos, and it is the most hottest thing on TikTok right now. Like Charlie D'Alemo or whatever her name is needs to watch out because George the monkey is coming for her 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 title. But it also is a little disheartening, like because I'm doing all, I'm I'm trying to be creative. I'd like to see this monkey host a podcast. Like seriously, like see that monkey do. I can open up packages, but nobody wants to see a nerd opening up packages. But they want to see a goddamn cute little capuchin monkey open up packages. Do you? And that's the thing about it, guys. What What is worse? I mean, you guys sending material things to a monkey, dude. Do you really think that that monkey gives a fuck what you're sending it? I mean, you might as well just send it food. Like, in this video I'm about to play for you, somebody sent the monkey a bunch of zippers. George, you got a gift. What's in there? And by the way, that, that is not the owner opening up the packages. The monkey. The monkey gets after it like a five-year-old on Christmas morning. We're just ripping in. 
to the packages. Because you know a lot of those people, especially the older people, are like, oh, I, w- I want to save the wrapping to be able to reuse. And they'll open it up nice and neat. No, George just rips it. Starts using all four uh, appendages. Uh, starts uh, using his mouth. Probably crapping his little monkey diaper while he's doing it. And it's not like he even like, oh, I see this. There's something in there. I mean, these things don't even smell. Like if it was food, I could see why George would be opening up this package. But they're just plastic cheap zippers. Like, seriously, you think George gives a fuck about a bunch of zippers? No, he's been trained to do this. This is where the PETA people, I talked about the PETA people earlier. George is under forced labor. Do I really care about George? No, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to eliminate the competition right now. So George, we're, 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 we're thinking of you, George. Slavery ended years ago and you should not be there opening up packages. And guess what? The owner sounds like a white guy. Like seriously, another honky, another cracker pitting something into slavery just to open open up packages. How much money is this guy getting? And is George getting any cut of it at all? George, open it up. What's in there? What's it? What is it? What is that? What is that, George? Is this the reason why America is on the brink of collapsing? Is, that, is this why we might be coming to an end? Maybe we're about to become the Roman Empire of our day because we are marking out to a capuchin monkey that, that does unboxing videos. And you guys are like six million of you are spending all your time watching this goddamn monkey that really could care less what's in there. He's just been trained to do it. And and you know what I look down on? You know what, George? George, me and you are cool. It's the owner. The owner is not creative enough or or or, or comes up with stuff that's compelling enough to be able to get listeners. And he's like, hey, what can I do? He was probably walking down some Chinese market in another country and was like, oh, oh my God. This little monkey, I can train to open up packages. We're going to get millions and millions of engagements on TikTok. And I'm just putting this monkey into slavery. This let's free George. But like I said, I'm also trying to get him out of the way. But yes, let's get rid of George. Because if George is out on his own, I don't think he's going to be able to figure out how to, you know, post stuff to TikTok. I don't think George is going to understand tags and stuff like that. Uh, Could you imagine the type of trolls that George might get? Like, uh, do you think George is the type of guy that's going to battle with the trolls? Or do you think George is a blocker? I think George is a blocker. I also think George would be a reporter. Now, as much as I'm just joking about George, I'll admit George, George is pretty goddamn cute. And if I'm just being honest, if I owned a monkey like that, I would use and take advantage of him all day, every day. But 
I will say the one person that I really, really do hate the most, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you're just hating Tuttle. You're just trying to get his attention. You're trying to get some rub off of him. But Logan Paul, like, I mean, at what point are we going to say enough is enough? Like, back, back to what I was saying about the degradation of the United States, uh, that we are on the the edge of collapsing and we make people like Logan Paul famous. I mean, there's been some stuff that he's done that I'm like, okay, I mean, I, I dig it. Like I, he's trying to push, push some boundaries. Uh, I know he got a lot of black when he went into that suicide forest in Japan and showed a dead body on YouTube. And he knew exactly what he was doing. Come on. I mean, guys, like, he knew exactly what he was doing. And that's why I also lost a lot of respect for him when he went on and gave that piss-poor apology where he had that puppy dog face, like, oh, I'm so sorry, should not have done. He sounded like a robot. You could tell that that was completely unsincere. And and it, there was there was no emotion in in that apology. So, but I also agree that I, I support the First Amendment, and and that Japanese suicide forest is something that is real. And I also think that it shines a lot of light on suicide. It, it shows people, hey, this is the result of what happens after you kill yourself. So I had no problem with that. I just thought the the apology, I wish he wouldn't have apologized because he knew what he was doing. He, he was not sorry at all. But he also goes out there. He is, he is a, a famous troll. Like he's done this. He, he's, he has gone after PewDiePie quite a few times. And I know uh, PewDiePie has, has replied a couple of times, but... Uh, for the most part, he doesn't show Logan Paul any attention at all. But now Logan Paul has it in his head somewhere that he wants to fight Floyd Mayweather. Um, now, I don't want people to think that uh, both sides could easily be on this. Uh, Mayweather, he's all he's one of the greediest athletes of all time. So, uh, I mean, he fought Conor McGregor. So I would not put it past him. I'll admit Logan Paul's got a great and big following, but Logan, Logan, you have absolutely no chance at all. Yeah, I mean, you're doing this to get the Mayweather rub. You're doing it to get a payday. And you know what? Now I'm kind of doing a turnaround, even though I, I really can't stand you. I don't understand why you are so popular, but, but, I'll give you credit. I if if I you are going to get paid millions for this fight, but you are going to absolutely get destroyed. You're going to there's no chance because you I I don't think you have won a fight yet. You lost to KSI a whole bunch of times and I know a lot of you people don't keep up with all these like YouTubers and stuff. But KSI is this uh, very popular YouTuber in the UK, and Logan has fought him twice. And KSI is not a professional boxer at all. 
So what do you think Floyd Mayweather is going to do to Logan Paul when this happens? But once again, all the Americans, they will be there. They'll buy the pay-per-view. And you guys keep feeding in to the deterioration of the United States of America. Because this is just making us a bunch of mindless zombies. And while we're watching all these little YouTube feuds on social media or whatever it may be, the Chinese and all these other countries, they're going to school. They're, they're learning math. That's why we are just a bunch of mindless zombies here in the United States of America. Going to take a quick break, come back and wrap up the show. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com or contact them, eric at StitchYouUp.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Last segment of the show, but before we go, I I had this idea. I've been trying to get people to leave more voicemails, and and I would like to hear from you. Earlier in the podcast, I was talking about lab-grown meat and what radio people I would eat or what celebrity. I would like to hear from you. If you uh, could leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. I would like for you to leave a voicemail. You, you don't have to talk very long. I would like to hear from you. Who Who would you like to eat? Now, like I said, we're not killing these people. We're, we are just taking a cell from them and we're growing meat from them. So you would actually be eating a celebrity. So what celebrity would you eat? The best voicemail that I get, you will get a Tuttle Daily Podcast FlexFit hat from my guy Eric at stitchyouup.com. Give me a call, 407-270-3044. What celebrity would you eat? Now, before I go, I want to talk about this, and I've been trying to stay on some fun topics today, but uh, I wanted to talk about Apple. Um, a lot of people do not like the Apple products. They, they think, oh, well, you're just trying to be a hipster, emo, like sellout, whatever you want to call them. But at one time, when, when Steve Jobs was still in control, uh, there was no doubt. Apple was the superior product when it, come, when it came to technology. Phones, the iPhones changed the game. Like, seriously, none of these smartphones had touch, touch gestures or, and all that good stuff until Apple came out with the first iPhone. And 
you could always count on those new product releases when Steve Jobs would come out. It was entertaining. He was a showman. But that also shows you that no matter what, no matter how rich you are, it does not make you smart because, I mean, if, we, if we're looking back on it, when Steve Jobs got sick, he had all the money in the world. Even if he didn't have the insurance, he could pay for his surgeries, medical treatment for his cancer, whatever it may be. But he wanted to go that whole holistical route and ended up dying. Uh, and, and before you come at me and say, well, you know, Jobs really didn't invent anything. It was Steve Wozniak. Yeah, you're right. But Steve Jobs was the face of the company. He is the one that strived for perfection. I don't know if you guys watch the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance. Uh, a, a lot of people think some of these people are dicks, like Michael Jordan. Uh, everybody used to say Steve Jobs was a complete asshole. Now, were, did that mean they were bad people? No. But when you want perfection, when you want to be at the top of your game, sometimes you've got to be a dick. You got to ask for 100% from every single person that works for you. And when they're not giving it to you, you have to, you, sometimes you just got to be a dick, like I said. But a, a story that came out, and if this is true, I, I'm really going to be upset at Apple, but they, uh, there's, there, there's this bill or law that's trying to be passed in China to stop force labor and i don't know if a lot of you guys know most of the apple products are made in china they are i don't know uh, if they if they're still putting it but i remember the the first couple of iphones i got it said made in china now apple apple is trying to stop this bill stop this law that would prevent forced labor because Apple is wanting all to their production costs to be low. All right, so Apple, I mean, hear me out with this. Why is it costing almost a thousand goddamn dollars for for a smartphone now? I mean, you guys are kind of pricing yourself out. And now at the same time, you're still wanting to use forced labor? Why are your products not being made here in the United States of America? But you guys are still wanting to charge us $1,000? I would love to know what the markup is on, from start to finish, the cost of an iPhone, top of the line, Max Pro 12, what that costs to make from beginning to end, what is the price when it rolls off the assembly line? And then you're going to charge $1,000? I bet that phone at most, and I'm being generous, is $400. This company has gone to complete shit since Steve Jobs died. And that's why it just shows what type of a genius Steve Jobs was that this big company, yeah, they're still making money because there are a lot of sheep. There are a lot of marks out there that will buy Apple products no matter what they do. 
And that's, that's, that's what America has become. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Did another hour today. Make sure you go to my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. You'll be able to find every single place you can find me online. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com, Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? concerns or do you just want to let tuttle know he's being a dickhead tuttle at gmail.com that's tuttle with two d's at gmail.com to follow all of tuttle's social media go to tuttle.net thanks again for all your support and we'll see you tomorrow on the tuttle daily podcast hey yo terry fuck going on